the internet, and welcome to season 121, episode 4 of Dear Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where you take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Friday, February 21st, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka That's Me in the Photo. That's me looking awkward, sweating through my denim. Uh, That's courtesy of Zach Van Noos. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, you know, little old me, I love me some Pokemon. So <laughs> let's smoke them on. Here we go. A.K.A. Amy Kloba Charizard, A.K.A. Eliza Blastoise Warren, A.K.A. Pikachu Buttigieg, A.K.A. Articujo Biden. See, I'm a big fan. Uh, A.K.A. Bernie V. Sanders, A.K.A. Fuck Mike Bloomberg. Um, and <laughs> those A.K.A.s come from at Soltis, Hannah, Hannah Soltis. Thank you, Ma, for the inspired A.K.A.s. Miles, mm. we're going on the road yeah, with we our are. time machine super producer, Anna Hosnia and I'm some so special guests. I'm surprised the, the FAA and TSA are allowing us to board federal aircrafts or aircrafts with this time machine. It is uh, irresponsible. Yeah. I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, but we're going to be in Minneapolis February 25th at Parkway Theater with P.O.S., mm-hmm. the rapper. Chicago February 27th at Sleeping Village with Daniel Van Kirk, ah. the rapper. And Toronto, uh, the grand finale, February 28th at the Great Hall with Mark Little. Uh, the rapper. For tickets, go to dailyzeitgeist.com and go to the live appearances tab for links to the tickets. Yes. We are thrilled to be joined. I just want to meet all y'all. I know. Especially Canadian. Man, that, that, Canadian that Toronto show? Toronto, hey. dude. Oh, man. It's going to be a mad ting. Mad tings. Uh, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of the faces on Mount Zeitmore. He is the hilarious comedian, Mr. Billy Wayne Davis. Good evening. Oh, good, hello. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How are you? How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Good. Ooh, I like this new sensual... NPR uh, BWD. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to... I'm trying out for the quiet storm. Ah. <laughs> What's the quiet storm? Do you remember that? It's on like R&B stations. Oh. Maybe like... Hey, you're listening to the Quiet Storm. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that was a syndicated radio show. Yeah, oh. I was thinking the Mob Deep song. Um, no, it was like a radio show, and it was just like romance. Like uh, I thought it was hits. a very good reference, but uh, neither of you know what I'm talking about. But I thought it's like a syndicated radio show where it would just be like this cool black dude would come on and be like, you're listening Melvin to Lindsay. Quiet. Yes. Okay, I'm reading about the history. I didn't get. <laughs> I didn't understand what. So it started in it D.C. It is a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, in okay. D.C. I was like, in there's D.C. like the way you guys are like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah. maybe it was from one movie I saw. Yeah, yeah. you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, started in D.C. It's like a, you know, contemporary R&B. Yeah. Mm. But it I was love just, contemporary R&B. He would do the, the thunder and the lightning, the quiet storm. I just remember being a kid and be like, this is... This is sexy. I shouldn't do this. <laughs> I feel sex in the air. Oh, listen to this. So what happened like... was people then started taking that as just like a format and then doing their own versions of the Quiet Storm. Ah, okay. Because I'm like, it's because it's weird. The way it shows up in a Wikipedia article, it's like, yeah, there's this guy who's doing it. And then people sort of made it their own ting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got you. Got you. Are you from Toronto? Oh, Toronto? yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top left. Billy Wayne, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We are finally going to get to the debate, the Nevada debate. Uh, Elizabeth Warren came to drink beer and kick ass, and they were all out of beer. Uh, she ethered she like, Mike Blue. God. Yes. <laughs> uh, there were 33 and a half million viewers. Uh, so a lot, lot of people saw that. Really? Not gonna they lie know? to you. Uh, they just got those numbers. They just saying stuff. <laughs> I, th- I think they have. I think by now, like it used to be that they would call people and be like, "What'd you watch last night?" And right. then just like extrapolate. Oh yeah, based our on family that. was one. You had to fill out the right. thing. Yeah, but and I you just think now like. TVs are super computer like, like tapped they're, in. Yeah, they're listening to you. Like they, oh, that's true. They know more about you than they should. Hey, look, if you work for Nielsen, let us know. Yeah, that oh. is funny though. You'd be like, I didn't watch that, and then the TV's like, Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Well, guess what? You left it on that channel. Yeah, <laughs> the Oscars comparatively only twenty three million. Yeah, that's all right. More than I thought. So I'm glad. Uh, way more than a little should. more. Yeah, way more than should watch that show. 
Uh, Dana Rohrabacher uh, confirmed he did offer Julian Assange a pardon. <laughs> oh, great. In exchange for evidence supporting a Trump conspiracy theory. So <laughs> That's awesome. Another one of these things no, no, where no, it's I did just that. like, we, so that's, that should be it, right? No. Nope. I mean, nope. No. Nah. Come on, Jack. Fuck that. Yeah. Come on. Um, <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about the Browns' offensive tackle, Greg Robinson, uh, who was arrested with a startling amount of marijuana in his car it's, in it's, El Paso. You, you said startling, and you meant stupid. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. a stupid amount, right? Is that like I'm just picturing like trash bags in a in the back seat it was of a duffel bags, duffel bags, yeah. okay, which is just a step below, right? As far as trafficking marijuana goes, yeah. Like I, the cops could smell his car passing by. Like it's not it's like you need much. to pull Wait, him that's over. That's what happened. No, 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 I'm just he, saying, no like, he did something even dumber than that. Right. We'll talk about it. I've already tweeted about it. Uh, we'll talk about the quarter pounder with cheese scented candles that McDonald's is making. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> oh, shit. the Lovers and Friends Because our TVs concert. are watching us. That's why uh, they did that. Yes, right. exactly. They know mm-hmm. all of that and more. But first, Billy Wayne, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? It's really about who you are. I looked up how much the MLB TV package is. Okay. And what did you find? It's like a little over 100 bucks. Is um, that good? I don't know. Yeah. It was a little, I think it was less than I thought it was, if I'm being honest. But right. still, on second thought, I was like, right. It's still a little over a hundred bucks. And is That's it, for everything, though. I can yes, you can watch literally every fucking game you want. Wait, including the Dodgers? That's why in I looked, Los that's Angeles. Why I brought it up? That's shocking. That's why I had to look it up. Yeah, not because I travel so much. Right. Just because I like to watch the team I like. Right. right. The team you like I can in the, the town that they play in. That I can see the fireworks from my house. Right. right. But, but you can't, can't watch, watch them it. on the TV. Like, oh, you got Spectrum. Right. <laughs> okay, good luck watching yeah. the Dodgers. You thought you were a Dodger fan. Got yeah. so excited last year a couple times when they played on ESPN that I was like, right. this is, I shouldn't have to this feel like right. this. Yeah. Yeah. This is not. And MLB.com, right? That That's like a pretty good, uh, I don't know. I've, I've heard good things about their streaming service. Yeah, and somebody was like, wait till after, right after the season starts, they mark it down. They mark it down. Okay. Uh, but yeah. you get like, if you do it now, you get the spring training stuff too, and I Live from Vero Beach. I just know I don't watch it close enough to yeah. get that. But the NBA like, once package, the season starts, I'd like to. The NBA package, when you, like, I, I, it was like 10 years ago, you started be able, being able to just stream it onto your phone, and I felt like I was in the future. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just like, I can watch any NBA game on my phone? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding we me? We have arrived. In the yeah. We, we could have just capped off technology right I there. I know. I really like, don't know so we need to go great. further at this point. If yeah. like, I can t- take a phone with me anywhere and be like, yeah, I can watch that wherever. Right. Yeah. At a wedding? Because mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, if there was like a boxing, like a fight mm-hmm. or something during a wedding, or God oh, forbid, yeah. a big game... Someone would either have like the sneaky TV set up in another room where right. you wouldn't get yelled at, or like someone was a hacker who could like pull off a pirate stream onto a laptop. And now like motherfuckers are just brazen at like weddings with their phones just like looking down. They're like, oh, yes. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. Mm, nothing, nothing. I bet it's increased attendance to church. Probably. Uh, you can quietly watch your. Right. Like a, I bet a lot of men are probably like, yeah, I go to church. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, love church. Or right? you're the homie, and you have <laughs> yeah. like a he's such a good husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Just he's always back. he's always reading from the hymnal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, he's always the reading out that Bible <laughs> and like ho- very spirited. He's you like, hollow Ear. it out and just put a phone in there. And right. Pass he's it on. always listening to hymns in his ear pads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, the Grand Canyon. Overrated. Over. It's dangerous. Okay. <laughs> what happened? Oh, no. Nothing ha- I mean, oh. also, I think a lot of people die there every year and no one talks about it, but it is, they do make it aware, like you aware of it when you go there. Uh, it's, uh, there's just like the fattest people and the most non-athletic people with their animals and children around just a giant hole mm-hmm. that's still, it's crumbling. It's getting grander as you're looking over. Like there's just dirt. Just falling off, like, and then there's high winds. Mm-hmm. It's just a nightmare. It's so you're like, just like, you think it's scary. It's terrifying. Like, and to right. take your family, I think I was just like on full alert the right. whole time because you're just like trying to protect them. Yeah, like the wind could blow my family away. It's there's yeah, there's high winds, and then there's just lazy people everywhere. 
lazy, right. dumb people. Yeah. And then everything's kind of a death trap. And also it sneaks up on you, which is not, they don't tell right. you about that. What do you mean? Like you can't see it. Right, <laughs> because it's not up in the air. It's yeah, just, or yeah. like there's like there's trees too you have to drive through to get to it. Yeah. And that's a weird thing that you're just like, I guess we're, you park and you're like, they said it's like right over there. Yeah. And then you walk and then you are like, nope, oh, there it is. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh. It's kind of scary. It's big. It's very scary. I think it's, yeah. You know, that part is overrated. You want a little betting on uh, over-unders on uh, Grand Canyon deaths here? Oh. I would say over 300 a year. <laughs> okay. Yo, that is strong. Hey, you want to take that? You want that action? You want to go that action? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a strong under. Third, okay. No, I'm gonna go 13. Wow. 12 on Shit. average. Now that is from lying. Natural causes, medical problems, uh, suicide, heat, drowning, traffic collisions. Now, more specifically, according to some data that's been there up until 2017. How many people do you think die from what you are talking about, Billy, falling? Accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bunch. Oh, still 300? I'd say I'd, a million. All right, Leonidas. It's crazy it's not a million fat people a year. <laughs> what, what sayest thou, Jack? Uh, a year? Knowing that there's 12. Right. In, in total. Now, how many do you think are from falling over that? Three. I think that's bullshit. I think there's more than Three that. a year. Three. Is it? Yeah. Damn, I mean, I'm really good at guessing numbers, and die. guys. Let's just talk it. about that for a little I bit. I mean, I'm sure this is just from a website that I just created for the sake of this segment. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's according to when you Google it, that's what it comes up. Hey, but if you're a ranger, I'm sure people know the real yeah. team. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, like your, oh, yeah. I like where you're going. We're like, no, they got to keep that shit. Well, yeah, I think they do. It's a it's fucking a, death trap. It is a large business. Too. There's a lot of theories about just state parks in general that they like kind of keep shit under wraps. It's one of like the more profitable holes in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've always thought that Vegas kind of underreports their crime quite a bit. Because oh, it's like, God damn. Yes. <laughs> it's fully like just my friend had tourism to, supported. My yes, friend had it's to, just the saddest people not. Right. Things not working out. Yeah. I had a friend intervene during a robbery on yeah. the strip. You shouldn't do that. I yeah. was, yeah, yeah. You, if you saw this dude, you'd be like, he looks like someone who would intervene during a robbery. You still shouldn't. Right. Yeah. And I was like, bruh, I'm, go ahead. You, you have, you, I'm like, you have kids and you still did that shit. Yeah. That's dumb, man. Well, he Sick was just, your kids. yeah, he just has this energy though. He was like, hey, and the, and was like, he's like, what the fuck? Like, charge this dude. And the guy went running. And I was oh, like, wow. dude, what if he fucking clapped you or something? Right. What the, and some people just have that, like, either it's brave or stupid or whatever. How many drinks deep was he? Mm-hmm. Barely any. <laughs> Barely any. Well, but like, I like that no, there were some. No, yeah. not, not. Yeah. And I would say. He I, was I, feeling loose. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> know how it gets. Loose. I was feeling break up a robbery loose. Yeah. He's like, look, I get, I have a couple two foot margaritas. Yeah. And I, I start, <laughs> I start feeling get that vigilante bite. Yeah, I used I saw, to, I, I used to get on. very brave when I was drunk, and I think it was because it was the first time I had sensed anything approaching bravery in my life. <laughs> oh, it was like wow. after like a couple drinks, I was yeah. like, "Whoa, this must be what people feel like." Whoa, who are I'm brave. Superman. Let's punch <laughs> stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, I saw two homeless dudes fighting one time. I like turned the corner, and they were like going at it. And my f- instinct was to break them up. Sure. Yeah. But then I stopped myself because I was like, they know what this is about, and I don't. Yeah. And then they'll just turn on me. Yeah. Or somebody, the homie might see you and think you're you're it's, jumping in for somebody else. And I and just kind of slowly backed yeah. away. And then yeah. they did. They worked it out and went on their way. Like That's always funny when you watch a, a fist fight or street fight sort of naturally end without any party being KO'd. And they're kind of <laughs> right. like, all right, dude, fuck it. It was... <laughs> Not right, cool. Are we cool? Yeah. That's what they kept, they both said. We're cool. We're yeah. cool. Yeah. You cool? I'm yeah. cool. You're and cool? then they went the other way. I was like, that is just for me today, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're looking around. Anybody? No one else. Fuck just you. me in this alley in Seattle. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I'm going to go home, I think. Right. <laughs> um, Underrated. Grand Canyon. All right. Uh, underrated is also Grand Yeah. Underrated Grand Canyon deaths. Like, it, once you do walk through their thing and you get over the fear, it is like my son said, he's like, it doesn't look real. Right. Right. And there's, I can't describe anything else. There's not many things else in my life I can be like, yeah, you're right. This is, that's right. crazy to look at. Right. Were you like, photoshopped? It, was, it just <laughs> feels like you just want to touch it. And right. Just like, Who yeah, did this? this is, <laughs> right. Who drew that? Right. Yeah. I'm sure that's how people end up falling to their deaths. 
Yeah. But they're like, ah, ah. like just sort of entranced maybe or yeah. whatever. I don't the know. The call but, of the void. Yeah. Like the like Native Americans early on, they're like bringing somebody like, all right, now you're, you're going to freak the fuck out. Be yeah. cool, man. Be, don't <laughs> jump off. We can't you're going to want to jump off. Last right. white guy I showed this to fucked him up for it's, <laughs> You can see his bones at the bottom. Right. Have you been to the floor of the Grand Canyon? No, I do want to do that. That's I did that. The only time I've seen it was uh, like on the floor. So I don't even have like the isn't horseshoe bending part of the Grand Canyon? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I've never seen that, but I've done like the floor of the Grand Canyon type tour. Did you have your eyes closed when you were up top? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how you the did whole that. time helicopter ride was too scary. Oh. <laughs> too scary. You really did a helicopter ride? No, it was a hel- it was a helicopter ride to the floor of the Grand Canyon. Damn. Uh and yeah, so okay, what am I saying? I saw it from there. Right. But say, it wasn't like, like the same stuff not to Yeah, see. you weren't standing on the edge. No, I wasn't doing like the edge. Into it, yeah. like the rest of us. I would have been probably freaked out cuz like sometimes heights fuck yeah. with me and oh, especially when I'm looking over edge me. I'm like no 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 no. But being on the floor was also a trip too when you're sort of like, "Holy That's shit." That's all I thought when I was like, "I do want to go back and I'd like to do the raft through the river through it." I think mm. being in the bottom, I don't like yeah. heights, so that that too the whole time i was like let's just leave this is everyone's yeah. gonna die i, I like it you're really scared you go, i don't know this is pretty overrated guys <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about y'all but yeah <laughs> well i mean as far as like a vacation sure, sure. it wasn't fun right so you went to on a vacation how many days 45 minutes we were there 45 minutes we were right. on our way to some oh we on your way stop. somewhere else we were gonna yeah. do the day there and then I was there for 45 minutes so I was yeah, like get back like... in the fucking truck <laughs> and deuces and they were making fun of me everybody's like yeah it's fine I don't care right yeah yeah there's not a whole lot to do other than just feel really small and insignificant um, uh, and what human being and especially American would want that right well it is kind of a a cool spiritual experience but it's also uh there's not a lot to do it's not a, yeah i can't imagine kids wanting to like spend a lot of time there my son was very much he was making fun of my fear of heights the whole time he's like look i'm gonna jump off i was like right. i hate everything you're doing right <laughs> <laughs> he's just laughing right and he's like look i'm gonna throw the dog off i was like i'm gonna throw up everyone get in the car <laughs> Um, I do wonder if people are more likely to fall off of that than something that's less dramatic because that's, it's hard to miss the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're kind of aware of that. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Mm. Or like Snake Canyon where the evil Knievel would you jump over. Right. Like I've driven over there and you can't see it either. Right. When you're driving. That always made me laugh. Like, there had to have been people on horses. They just didn't know it was coming. Right. Keep yeah. your eyes on their trail, man. Yeah. yeah. Every time I crossed the road, I was like, oh, man. So there's some people that are like, oh, that's, they're just, oh. Finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Oh. The, or vice versa. I think people think the Bigfoot is a myth, but I think he's real. Okay. You've been hanging out with Chris Crofton or something? I mean, I do hang out with Chris Crofton, yeah, but that's say. not, that has We're nothing. We're both at your live taping. Yeah, that has <sighs> nothing to do with, uh, <laughs> I, I was unsure about Bigfoot until I moved to the Northwest mm. and I've been in those woods and that's, I was like, oh, if a creature's smart enough, he could live up here pretty right. easy. Pretty vast. Yeah. And he could take care of himself. If I were able to put together the funds for you to find Bigfoot, would you undertake such a endeavor? Yeah, if I don't have to worry about money, fuck yeah, that's you think you, I but, would do so much. I know if, like, you would, they were but just do like, you think, here's the money. I'm but, like, sure, that sounds like a think, fun year. Do you think you would you could actually figure something out if you were enough that you sort of felt intuitively like in the space that it was roaming? Like, okay, I could see how I fucking rock around. I don't know if I could give you definitive proof, sure, but I think, yeah, I think I could find, you know, I'm honestly, we should put a GoFundMe together. But I'm I'll more pay interested to see if you I'm being Chris Croft honest, and Hunt Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I don't care enough. Is my thing. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. I care more about aliens. I'm more interested in aliens and what's underwater yeah. than I am Bigfoot. I just yeah. think Bigfoot's real. I do. That's like. I find big, like Bigfoot conspiracies uh, somewhat. I don't I know. No, just like boring. Mm. Even though, like, I, yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion on whether uh, there is a Bigfoot or not. I just don't. Uh, like, there's this thing. I, I actually referenced it like not five minutes ago uh the the fact that like there's all these people who disappear in state parks out west and mm-hmm. it's you know there's all these like really mysterious like write-ups of these disappearances 
But then, like, the deeper you dig into those write-ups, the more you realize people are just saying Bigfoot is, like, stealing all these people from the state parks. <laughs> and it's, like, just Bigfoot conspiracy theorists. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I like that they're like, it could be murder, but it's probably Bigfoot. It's probably yeah. Bigfoot, if I had to guess. It's always a binary choice like that. We're going with Bigfoot keeps <laughs> eating people. Right. <laughs> right. Or it could have been someone trying to, you know, evade some kind of debt they had. Oh, right. yeah, or just, you know, we have a serial killer. Out here right, because the woods are pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, and it's right. a good place to do that. I think it's also really easy to get lost in the woods. Like, well, there's that's okay. Here's another part of why I believe the Bigfoot thing. Uh, when I I did a bunch of stuff, I'd never lived in the Northwest or even visited there when I started living there. So I did a bunch of research, and one of the cool things I found was like between Sacramento and Anchorage. There's been over 500 small plane crashes. They've just never found the wreckage. Yeah. It's, just never. Hmm. When you when you look at Alaska, like the square mileage of Alaska compared to the other states, yeah, yeah. it is completely. And then you look at the population, right? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's three just... dudes named Steve and Brenda over there, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, square mileage of Alaska is six hundred and sixty three. Thousand square miles. Texas is in second with two hundred and sixty-eight square miles. Texas is like a giant country if you've ever driven across it. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And um, if you've ever lived there, right? What's well, like always funny country. when I love doing the thing where they just put the shape of Texas over Europe, and right. you're like, okay, yeah, like man. this this shit is gigantic. I'm glad Texas doesn't know that. Right? They just take right. over Europe. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, what? Right. <laughs> Uh, we got how many guns? <laughs> we just take the train from city to city? Yeah, if you just put all of Texas's guns and combine them into one big gun and oh, place yeah. that over Europe, that would be fucking dope. I think dude. Hitler tried to do yeah. that. Yeah. He did. If you look at some yeah. of the guns he built. Yeah, he's like, oh, just man. bigger. Back like, when, yeah, okay, dude. Before the History Channel became uh, just alien shit. Like right. when they used to be like, I remember, I think there was, was the like, train gun. Yeah. And there was yeah. like, and the other ones that were like the Nazis super gun that was like built into a fucking mountain. And he shit. looked into building a giant uh, mirror, like sun mirror to try and like roast his enemies like ants and like really yeah. like put his scientists. Hey, into meth it. will do that to you. Man. I was yeah. going to say like, that's the methiest thing. Yeah, I've heard exactly. Him do. They need to, but do he was, he was fucking flying on meth yes. for or meth his entire career. The best anecdotes, again, I always bring this up, is when Mussolini tried to get out of a talk with him because he was so high on meth. He was talking to him for three straight hours nonstop. Mussolini yeah. couldn't get a word in. And he yeah. was like, I need to fucking get out the fuck out of here. He's bro. like, look, I'm not a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, this guy. But what the fuck is this? Jesus. Right. We're in business with him? Yeah. And then you look at... Trump's uh, background with amphetamines and things. Well, if you notice, like, if you're a good person and you're having to do bad things, you're usually an alcoholic. Right. If you're a bad person and you get to do bad things, you usually want something to keep you up so you keep you going. going <laughs> yeah, just keep going and That's going and going. That's exactly just what like, it is. Yeah. More of like, this. Churchill was just the whole time was like, oh, Jesus. Gotta cope. More people yeah. go die. Oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> and Hitler was like, what if we build a giant mirror? And they're like, hey, what's that? And then we punch him in the dick. Yeah. What right. about that? Yeah, I was um, like, I don't know if I don't know if you're. I said, what if we build a giant? Fu- okay, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. We'll get right on that. Tornado cannons was another thing he looked into. <laughs> it was he had some he had some big ideas. He was fun. Yeah. yeah, he was fun at parties until he wasn't. Right until he really wasn't. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back, and let's talk about that Nevada debate. I know it was a couple nights ago yeah. now, but uh, I don't know. I think let's just play the the piece of media that I think will last from that debate. Yeah, uh, so I guess if people don't know, just for some context, right. uh, very early on in the debate, it became clear that Mike Bloomberg was the bell of the ball, yeah. Not a and talker. by that... People were going to beat the shit out of him with socks full of batteries. People keep acting like, people keep saying that, like they were ganging up on him, but I think- Nobody was ganging up on anybody. I think that 
uh, effect was created by him not being able to like respond in any sort of way that to describe that being like when you say ganging up on someone, it's usually like that was unwarranted. It right. was unfair. This guy is a racist billionaire who is just trying to spend his way into whatever the nomination. So yeah, these other people who have like tried to build campaigns are rightfully like, let me get this fucking guy. And the he fuck also that's like dramatic he to say gang up. Right. It's not a fight. Right. No. It's yeah. words. No being, one's ganged. Like, if you can't handle... Being cornered rhetorically. Or by your own actions. Mm-hmm. And he just looked... He, and he's just like, I... Like, that's the... He looked like a billionaire should look, though. Oh, right. Yeah. When you're cornered like that. Like, that's where Trump is just genius. It's not a genius. He's mentally ill. Right. Is what his mental illness is. He's got like, the he's perfect just like, mental illness. He's just like, what? You guys are talking about me. That's cool. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone's talking about me. Like, oh, hey, love it. Like, everyone's like, fuck you. And he's like, hey, me. Hey, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Talking and, about me. And, and Bloomberg's just like, no, yeah, hi. Uh, yeah. I did that. Hi, I he did do that. Lost. Yeah, he looked uncomfortable. He, he also like just had the vibe of someone who hadn't interacted with another human American in the last 15 oh, years. Yeah. Like just anyone <laughs> who wasn't being like where it wasn't being mediated by their desire to get some of his money. Absolutely. And, like just kissing his <laughs> it fucking It did look like ass. Yeah. Why like, are you he talking was just to me like, like yeah, that? what wait, what the fuck is Hold happening fu- right now? I have a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Do you I, know who you're talking to? Don't yeah. you need my money? I've never seen someone in a debate literally look like the moderator should have given him a standing eight count, like that he was like. I don't know. Drunk. He also kind of had that sociopathic, like he yeah, just, he's a billionaire. He just turned off too. Yeah, where like he's like, yeah, maybe you are you are bringing all this out to light, and he's like, I'm unaffected by it actually because right. I'm well, worth sixty billion dollars. That's why after you get one sexual harassment thing, you do another one. Right. Because you're just like, oh, that's just that was just no money to me. For yeah. sure. So that's more funny to me. Yeah. So, you know, this like whole a lunatic. The whole lead up to this debate, there've just been soundbite after quotable after all these things coming out about Mike Bloomberg. Yeah. Whether it was his racism, transphobia, misogyny, whatever, sexual harassment, you fucking name it. And um, Warren <clears throat> and Warren has been, I'd say traditionally like across this entire primary the best debater by a good margin. Like she has kicked ass oh, yeah, her across retort- all the yeah. debates. And then she had like sort of a medium-ish debate the last time. Yeah. And people were like, well, we'll look for Warren to like maybe come back and like have something to say this time. And uh, we'll see how Bloomberg holds up. And it was like, whew, so scorched. She, how'd he hold up? Oh my God. <laughs> Literally the bell rings for the first round and she basically pulled out a, a fucking javelin missile launcher. <laughs> and his corner guy's just waving bills of money. Yeah, please, please, yeah, yeah. like you making okay? it rain on her. You but okay? So comes out and basically takes him to task about the shit, uh, a lot of the sexual harassment and his behavior around women. Um, and this is also, so this is, we like this clip because- God bless the internet. Yeah, the internet is undefeated. Uh, putting her remarks under the ether beat uh, mm-hmm. from the famous Nas and Jay-Z beef Fuck Jay-Z. of the early 2000s. Um, and she, I, for lack of a better word, yeah, ethered. Like, well, anyway, listen for yourself. I like to talk about who we're running against. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. Democrats are not going to win. If we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women, and of supporting racist policies like redlining and stop and frisk. Oh boy, mm. he. So there were a number of moments, right, where she was like, basically got him in a corner, being like, "What about all these NDAs?" Right. He's like, "Well, you know, there's just a few with maybe a few women who maybe didn't like a joke that I told, or men, or men, or men." Yeah, he jumped in there. It was very <clears throat> was, painful, and and literally the audience was like, "Oh!" Uh, like at various answers. The debate was interesting in that. It definitely gave red meat for the media because it was about the same amount of substance as a Real Housewives tell-all reunion special mm-hmm. with the same amount of drama. The, the substance I look would have loved a little bit more maybe on immigration and some other issues, uh, but I think a lot of people were really there to see what would happen to Mike Bloomberg. Um, right. And my God, 
I all I could think of when I was watching uh, everything, I was like, okay, so Elizabeth Warren is Undertaker, right? Um, and came back and was like, <laughs> you, thought, you thought I was down? Yeah, I mean, it it will be interesting to see what happens to her polls because we we've talked before about how a lot of the fade. Uh, at least my theory is that it was like around electability and, you know. I think it was about <laughs> needing a moderate. Right. And they couldn't give dual shine to two people who are talking spicy about the billionaire class. Right. There's no way they could do that because they, they need to be in the bag for a moderate. Right. But I'm saying like she was kind of the main focus of the mainstream media for a while. And then they were just like, all right, we're over that. Because, well, then it became this yeah. weird pivot to <clears throat> Klobuchar. Too. Well, yeah, but I think Bernie also, I mean, his numbers just stayed stayed there. Well, they both, I think she raised something like $3 million off the strength of that debate. Yeah. Like that night. Yeah. Uh, Bernie did something like $2.8 million. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of moments. Again, I was l- almost doing spit takes watching because at one point, my goodness, Elizabeth Warren, they start, they start down the path of comparing people's... Um, Medicare plans or healthcare right. plans. And she's like, Mayor Pete has a fucking PowerPoint that was basically written by lobbyists. It's nonsense. And Amy, I mean, you know, uh, her plan might as well be written on a post-it note. Right. Insert plan here. Yes. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, there's like nobody is safe tonight. Right. Nobody <laughs> is fucking safe. And you could see Amy Klobuchar was like kind of hurt. Yeah. She was like, she like, was gobsmacked. She was like, Listen, it was an index card. Right. Yeah. No, her comeback was, well, I thank you because post-its were actually invented in Minnesota. That was oh, her. Um, she said. Yeah, look, look, her people imp- were like, look, I mean, come on. Improv. Look, <laughs> God, yeah. just say nothing instead <laughs> yeah. of that. Improv Amy showed up for sure because she had a few other zingers. She had like, you you know, I, anybody who's known about imp- like done any kind of improv, you know, some people will think of the joke that they've already thought of and just shoehorn it into a scene <laughs> because they're like, this is going to be funny. I don't know if it comes completely out of context at this point, but five minutes ago, it's the most hilarious thing I thought of. She was doing a lot of that. Uh, and and it, like you said before, blah, 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 blah. Right. <laughs> Please clap. Please. Yeah, <sighs> Bloomberg was totally just out of his depth. Like, right. I don't he, understand what he thought was going to They gonna were going to... Yeah. What, I don't, what I'm did he so think confused they were by the strategy about. here. Yeah. I don't... Like we were saying before, Billy... The grifters came because they're saying this guy has no moral compass. He's just throwing money at consultants. So he's surrounding himself with a team, a campaign team, who's probably just not going to push back on him if he's like, hey, Mike, you should probably do some debate prep for this because based on all the shit that's come out this week, I can guarantee you someone is going to ask you about almost all of these. Just everything you've ever done seems not good. He's like, it's fine. What I'll do is I'll point to my record as the mayor of one of the most diverse cities and I will have about this much energy as I defend my racism or misogyny. Mm, well, so. I think if you I think that is someone who is well versed in people coming at him heated. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then just hey, everything's okay. Know. Right. Um sorry if, you lost if your I home. can ah, that does if I could direct you to this enormous pile of money I have. Right. That will take care of yeah anything that's in front of me yeah it really was the moment like you're saying though jack like no one is ever going to check mike bloomberg in his own world right, right? like every because he is god so right. nobody is going to he feeds everybody he'll never interact with somebody who's going to be like yeah man fuck you you think right. he was like oh it's this right no yeah. i yeah. don't want to do this yeah i'm surprised he didn't walk off the stage he's like oh if you're going to act like animals i don't have i don't need anything to do with this right. i'll I, buy the dnc i just wanted to yell at donald right. on the tv once he got to go behind closed doors and have the you know hundreds of thousands of people that he's paying to you know run his campaign uh, work do work for him. Uh, he started coming back with like the pithy responses and yeah. the edited videos that are like, it's just like, yeah, man, like, okay, we get it. You're sort of you're the Wizard of Oz, right? Exactly. I'm, I've bet with his money, he'll pay Anthony Jeselnik to be him at the next <laughs> debate. So like, just do whatever you want out there. Yeah, just just give him a, just give him a hard time. You know. I would like that. I would love to see it. But it make, I almost see someone like that who's like, I thought I'd just give money and you guys make it work. What the right. hell was that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and get, a, get a guy out there who looks like me who's going to do better out there. 
Um, <laughs> over, over, <laughs> yeah, he's just, happen. he's just, I think he thought I'll just get to make fun of Donald really a lot. Right. And build my brand some. And yeah. call Bernie a communist. Yeah. And say some mean stuff, like kind of cunty. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like kind of, but he didn't realize like. <laughs> that everyone hated him. Oh, you guys have it. been practicing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not fair. Yeah. He, but he just, he seemed like he was stammering and making up the responses on the spot to the main critique, oh, like yeah. the main angles of critique <laughs> yeah. that he should have known were coming because the media was like, here's what they're about to hit him on. So it was just, it was kind of puzzling. Well, uh, he's got billionaire brain too, where it's like even his responses to normal questions are just like, no, right. that's not how a person handles a problem. Well, because- like, yeah. Well, don't you have a person to do the thing? Right. right. Once you get rich, you start changing the narrative of how you got rich so that it was all because you are uniquely a genius smarter than anyone else in the I world. I didn't sleep. I didn't right. sleep for like a decade. Right. So I'm just better than everyone. And so there's like a unique sort of self-gaslighting thing that happens with these billionaires who like kind of create their own self-mythologizing. And so I, I do think that you know, he just has a a lower standard for himself than probably any anyone else in the case in the uh, race. Yeah, uh, Bernie. It was funny when he he was just like looking at him, was like, "I think it's obscene that you even exist." Right, like sixty billion dollars. Yeah, uh, and it then, is obscene. And then really hitting him with that like really subtle Marxist shit, being like, "Yeah, maybe the workers are the people you extracted the sixty billion dollars well, from." And people were like, "Yeah." I mean, that's like, not even Marxism, no, though. I mean, that's just, just, well, I mean, just, I guess just if you're talking about true. labor theory of value, like right. that kind of very sort of you know specific. Right. But I mean. That whole, but it's true. But it's funny to see. I don't know. He was even kind of like, huh? Right? Did that come off the backs of people, or just I, I just I just shake hands and I get more money? <laughs> he just has a complete existential crisis on stage after yeah. <laughs> somebody just brings up the like possibility it's over and he's still that just he was there. helped by yeah. other people. They put him on like a like a dolly and just cart him out. Yeah. So um, you guys put this whole stage together, huh? But I mean, that's. <laughs> Wow, that just didn't appear, huh? Yeah, I mean that's that that is the a problem that successful people in America of all sorts uh, have is that they just have no conception that they didn't do it all themselves because America allows them to, uh, you know, create a myth because America wants them to have done it themselves. So America just is like you're a singular genius, a man of great character. We uh, can all we can all become you. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, right. no, that's not how that works. Um, that it, guy doesn't have morals. That's was, how he got that. It much was money. funny to see Joe Biden completely in the background. Yeah, and being like, he, almost when he would chime in, it was also be like, "Hey, hey, I'm an old spooky guy that's also here. <laughs> Come on now." Uh, he's the guy that's been touring for like 20 years, and he's going out one more time, and like right. midway through the tour, he's like, "You guys, I." I thought I could do. I can't do this. Anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's funny I mean, anymore. I want to yell at him. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> he had my favorite line of the night. It was actually after the debate. He said to uh, Bloomberg, "Welcome to the party, man." Yeah, and clapped him on the back, which I think is a pretty funny way to uh, sum up Bloomberg's night. Doesn't this suck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually an homage to Pop Smoke, whose song "Welcome to the Party" was one of his biggest oh, hits. Oh wow! So R.I.P. Biden so- putting. Whole thing. I think you gave Biden a lot of careers. Yeah. <laughs> the the other part that was really interesting was when Amy Klobuchar was having to like there was a brilliantly pointed question asked about how she couldn't recall the the name of the Mexican president, and everyone was sort of piling on, kind of being like, "Yeah, I mean, I you, considering the committees you're on, you'd think you'd know the president of the country to our southern border." Blah blah blah. But not and, saying his name. Well, yeah. Well, after obviously the question it was posed, it was Obrador, but like. The it's sort of her. This sort of set off this weird back and forth between her and Pete Buttigieg, where she he was like he's like you know just uh, I think it's important and you, know, you don't know these things. And she was sort of her her refrain was this thing of like I got one I did not know the name of this person. Right. I'm sorry. Like that that was a mistake. I know these other things, but that shouldn't negate the other things that I've achieved or accomplished. And she was getting frustrated. And then like. Elizabeth Warren was like, "Well, hold on, guys, that's not fair." Right. But I was like, "Elizabeth, you you flamed you her whole corpse <laughs> right. like 15 minutes ago." Yeah. It was funny to see sort of the interactions. At, at a certain point, I was like, "Damn, Amy, like, 
they got your number right now. Yeah. And it sucks to just see them just come at you like that because you don't deserve that. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe it's time. But, but uh, you also, yeah, you see where the why some people are good at this thing and some other people. Yeah. Just like You do see that where you're like, oh, you're not – you're not as skilled at this as yeah, the rest of the Like, match. I can tell you're a good person yeah. who's just, you're getting you frustrated up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Those are mean people you're up there with, and mean for good. Yeah, or right. at least you need that You need that in your toolbox. I you can think, be like, oh, I can fucking, I can exchange. We can trade you bars. You can use this later, but you should get out of here before they hurt you. <laughs> right. I mean, Elizabeth Warren also criticized Sanders for, like, his plans not being as well thought out as hers and... He was like, yeah, maybe more on that later. But that that does seem like a pretty effective way for her to go at him because they have similar plans, but hers are more detailed in certain uh, situations. And so that strikes at something I think average people are probably scared of about Bernie, which is that it's more ideological and less like... I don't know if average yeah. people, that's what they're scared of. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> if not. If I'm being honest, I've met a lot of average people, but and I'm the details of to... policy is not what they're right. concerned. Where's that other $25 trillion fill in from? Like George W. Bush gave me $300 fucking dollars. Right. Hey. So. Whereas Pete Buttigieg's attack, though, that uh, Bernie's followers are mean, and that's a reflection <laughs> of his campaign uh, being He's... mean, uh, that seemed Dumb by comparison. His his batteries are going low. Yeah, he's not as uh, he's not functioning. What was like up he with his five o'clock shadow? He was rocking. He had yeah. a little stubble going on. Yep. He's trying to be sexy. Like was that like a like a postseason playoff beard he's got going? I yeah. think it was. A, I'm not a robot beard. Look, oh. I, look, I have. Oh, if I was a robot, could I grow these could I beard do this hairs? In my face, mm-hmm. right. There is a New York Times breaking report that intelligence officials have briefed House members that Russia is inter- already interfering in the 2020 election on Trump's behalf. Hell yeah. Which was not surprising to, I think, <laughs> no anybody, way. but it's interesting that our intelligence... They got an email from Russia. Agencies know like, Here's what already. We're going yeah. hey, to yeah. tell you. Hey, FYI. He's Listen. like, hey, well, we're going to tell you because we know you can't do shit about yeah, it. Right? We looked into it already. We're just going to tell you. They're like, here's yeah. the whole plan. It's a PDF. It's not. You guys are... You're going to... You're going to love this one. It's on Linux. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to straight up change the numbers. That's the plan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's it. No uh, no trolls this time. Way cheaper. Uh, you can hack a voting machine with a thumb drive. And just with regards to the sort of mask off Republican uh, strategy right now, Dana Rohrabacher said he did. So this was something that I guess was being reported, but uh, that... that Trump had Dana Rohrabacher offer Julian Assange a pardon in exchange for evidence uh, that Russia hadn't interfered in the 2016 election. Uh, and that, like, I just assumed that's where it was going to end. It was going to be a report yeah. from the media, and Trump would be like, fake news. <laughs> I've never heard of Dana Rohrabacher. Yeah, and that's literally <laughs> what he said. Perfect, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's literally what he said. But uh, Rohrabacher has said in an interview he did offer Assange a pardon and then went home and called the chief of staff at the time, John Kelly, uh, to, you know, report back to him. So and, and John Kelly, but yeah, I read that. But John Kelly was like, ah, no, nah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, he was oh, like, really? we don't need anything. We don't want to be anywhere near this fucking. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. John Kelly was like, they're like, are you chill the fuck out? You yeah. just said that but shit I, out loud. I do not doubt though that someone else was like, cool, right? But right. John right. Kelly was like smart enough to be not like, good. Get the fuck and stop. Shut your mouth. Right. Stop talking right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> because he's vaguely competent. Yeah, because he's you know. Yeah, in uh, a sign that things haven't gone completely all the way to shit, just like 95% of the way there, Roger Stone did get some time in jail. He didn't get all the way off. It's still gone to shit. 40 months. <sighs> 40 months, and there are people in jail who like, you know. I'm going to go 95%. You start, you start comparing shit. these these sentences with right. other people's crimes. Hey. And it's like, the hey. fucking judicial system's fucked up. Mm-hmm. The um, judge did criticize him for lying to protect Trump. Uh, no, she did what she could because it was clear that a lot of the, the what she was doing was trying to make a case. So if he tried to appeal, it would just be airtight. Right. And it would just be immediately sent back. But the problem is Trump's already been like, I'm probably going to have to pardon him. He's going to pardon Yeah, him. so it's like. 
No, he's actually come out and said he won't pardon him because Bull, he okay. thinks... Okay, now I trust him now. Yeah, oh, guys, okay. guys. What did he, he say? He, said, he yeah. said he wouldn't do it? He said he's not going to pardon him because uh, he doesn't want the smoke? No. <laughs> you he said he's saying not gonna... that made me no. want to run through a wall. Like, even you'd be like, no, 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 he's not going to. He like, said he's, he's not going to pardon him because he thinks that he can get off uh, on an appeal. And well, so that's that'll... what we'll see. Because right. I think the other thing too was a lot of and like he'd probably rather be in jail for the interim than oh yeah yeah the, well, the like legal analysts were saying like be, when everyone's like why wasn't it more if it was outside of like normal guidelines then Stone would have a case in his appeal right okay but if she kept it to forty like within the range and also tagged on all these other things then it'd be like good luck but again at the same time. Yeah, sure. Maybe 99% of the time an appeal that was like this, you know, with a case like this that felt airtight would be rejected. Yeah. You never know what this but shit is. But Trump could wake up tomorrow and just be like, fuck it. Pardon. Yeah. Pardon. Because yeah. he's learned he can do that. But yeah, he already said no... he d- wouldn't, Billy Wayne. Uh, I, it, I know you're kidding, but every time you do that, it does like there's a part <laughs> of me like, to... stop Shut the f- <laughs> saying that. He's falling for the pump right. fake. Um, all right. <laughs> it's like every time I'm like, ah, I'm oh, off my feet again. Nope, now right. he went right around me. Um, I drew the foul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Somehow. I, kicked him. I kicked him that yeah. time. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, the Browns. Uh, are God, this story the Browns, <sighs> Cleveland Browns? Uh, so it makes you want to cheer for them. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, like, so we've had uh, stories that have kind of become national narratives, like the Boston Red Sox have a, a curse and they can't win a championship, but the Browns are like a whole new level of hapless that is. No longer, like, it's not fun. If Nobody's it, buying if it. If it was the TV show, you'd be like, what are you guys doing? All right. Like, this is just mean. Yeah. It's a it's, mean show. You're watching. So they're- uh, They didn't they're, have a good season this last year? No, they were supposed to. Didn't and they? they had, I remember going into it, they had, like, great receivers. They had a quarterback. Wasn't that the whole formula? They, they, were, they, they did have a quarterback. A lot of commercials. Right. Their they're, quarterback had a lot of commercials coming off a rookie season that people thought- that's you know, Baker, where Mayfield. He didn't Baker Mayfield. Die. Right. And so people were like, he's pretty good. And then He's when an people, Montana. When people had a chance to just kind of watch a little tape on him, he just hot he, house flower. He's fine. Oh, wow. He's fine. He's a fine quarterback. But he's, nowhere near what maybe people thought. Was he a Heisman winner? Well, that's what he they was, got yeah. destroyed the first game, and the Titans were like, yo, we were in the playoffs. Right. Right. That was yeah. like one of their players just kept saying, he's like, hey, fuck all y'all. You right. kept talking about them. We were good last <laughs> right, year. Right. right. We're going to be good. We've we're going to the same good. team. Right. This is uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> but anyways, uh, part of the reason he sucked was he had – a bad offensive line, and he just wasn't good making split second decisions, which you kind of need to be it's, in the NFL. But, uh, but it's scary. So, their offense, one of their uh, offensive tackles, that's offensive line, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a gentleman by the name of Greg Robinson was pulled over with 157 no, 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 pounds. No, no, he wasn't pulled over. Okay. All right. So, let, explain this to me. He was not pulled over. Okay. You have to go through a checkpoint. Okay. There are these. Checkpoints throughout the Southwest. I think there are some other places too, but like a hundred miles from the borders. Okay, and it's it's a border crossing thing. But it doesn't move. It's not like a pop up. No, it's there. And it's not like a DUI checkpoint that he got popped at. Snoop got popped there. Willie got popped there. Uh Army (laughs) Hammer got popped there. Army Hammer, yes, off like several (laughs) other people. Wait, when did Army it is Hammer a get very, f- It's the most famous drug trap in the United <laughs> States of America. And he rolled up with? 157 pounds. <laughs> that had to be so loud. Just the smell I of know, it. I know. Can you imagine? Just the smell uh. of it. And he said it was in duffel bags. I was like, oh, God. this ah." Uh. They didn't even seal it up? <sighs> Damn, vac- they found vacuum seal black bags full of a green leafy substance. Okay, uh-huh. that loud. Uh, 23 mason jars, a can sealing machine, an electronic scale, and $3,100 cash. Okay. Um, okay, cool. So, oh, the, just, so they, were doing the, smoke, dude. they were doing the thing where they were trying to bring it from L.A. to Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because the markups. Yeah, that's the. Ugh, you can't. You can't do the Kessel running. But you quickly. don't drive that. You don't drive through the drug trap place. Yeah. Right. Trying you to drive, that. You take forty, and then you go down twenty-five. There yeah. you go. And then you go down. Then you hit ten. There you go. Past Houston, though. There's, you want to get on the other side of Houston? Cause, yeah, because they're looking for people doing this stupid right, shit. Right, because it feels like that's the most direct route because obviously people, the California weed's coveted and you can sell it at a markup everywhere else in the right. country that yep, doesn't have cheap. medical weed or recreational you weed. You can yet. get it in bulk for right. real cheap, too. Yeah, especially because it's def- the market's deflated here because of recreational legalization. Yep. Wow. And then you want to take— And I Trump's mean, president. Like when Obama was president, it wasn't the drug trap anymore. Because they diverted federal funds f- from that county, because they were just this little sheriff was doing that and just right. picking people off, and he was he was letting a lot of people go, but famous people he would arrest and stuff. Yeah, right. Well, and then they and the I know they stopped funding it because I was driving through there right after Obama got elected with some pot. Wow. And I saw the sign. I was like, is that the thing from the... Th-? And then I Googled it and was like, it is. But someone had updated the Wikipedia be like, don't worry, though, since Obama. So I was like driving and reading be like, okay, cool. I don't have to take a back road. So I just yeah. went through it. And then, but since Dingbat's president, it's back again. And they're, you know, so don't drive through there. I mean, you're... What was it worth it? This guy... I. It can't be worth that much money. Twenty nine million dollars yeah. from playing in the league. That's right. not about money. I know, right? It's just the thrill, yeah, of just doing some some and, dirt. Well, and, and maybe he was spending a bunch of time in Louisiana. Like my, so this happened to a friend of mine when we were trying to bring a bunch of not uh, hundred weed from no, pounds. not that much, but we uh, he did get busted with a bunch of weed going through Texas. Uh, on his way from LA to DC, uh, because we just didn't the the weed in DC sucked. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't anymore. No, it's yeah. good now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found out. Yeah, during right. the live show. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. This was a long, long time ago. But you can fly from LA to New Orleans, right? With a bunch of weed in your bag. Yeah, but not 157 peas. But yeah, you, true. And but even that's then, what do you personal sell? fucking but then I'm thinking, use? Like, what do you even I sell them for? More than that guy does, I guarantee you. Yeah. And I'm not smoking 157 pounds <laughs> of anything. Yeah, that's a good point. That's I'm also trying to figure out just doing the quick maths. You know, as somebody uh, who's interested in the markets, what the return was going to be on that. Like, what's what okay? Let's mark say, that let's up say at? bottom line, he's spending two, to on, a pound, two a pound. Okay, that's and that's so a decent price. Yeah, either way. Yeah. Then he's, that's decent. That's yeah, very I'm, very generous. Yes, I am being very nice. You're saying he's buying him for two? Yes. Okay. Generous. Then, if he's going to New, let's say he's going to New Orleans. Yep. Because he can't move 157. I guarantee he can't. No. Because no. he drives through fucking El Paso. That's why I guarantee you can't. But it's going to be at least double. I would hope. Four to mm-hmm. five. For an hour. Four forty-eight. You sell. Uh, just it's a, not worth what happened. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like even if you not broke for that pot. Down, yeah, it ain't. I wonder because like he was also with an like a former player too, and mm. I wonder how much of a like what their and relationship was like. Where they're like, fuck, there's it, let's a do it. port there, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, um, weren't we? Ta- weren't you uh, on the show the last time when those dudes who like. Uh, shot one of the witnesses in the Botham Jean case. They were caught like transporting weed. They said it was a weed deal gone wrong. Where? Going from Texas to Louisiana again. I don't know if I was here no, for maybe that. I, I, I know we have discussed like some... the Texas to Louisiana weed connection before. It is. Yeah. Mm. Good. Uh, well, speaking It's just of... cocaine now. I don't think anyone, except for this dude, is moving that much pot. Right. Because there's no reason to. <laughs> It's too, it's too much on the line. It's just everywhere too. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Gets you some seeds. You know what I mean. That's Gets that's another perlite. crazy thing. Is like you can just, just fuck if you've got twenty nine million dollars. You have you hire a dude who grows your weed for you. Yeah. That's get a trailer, bury it under the ground if you want to be super cool about it, and just mm. blow that trailer out. I bet when the Browns like front office heard about it they were just like of course of course <laughs> right <laughs> why always us it just yeah he is uh-huh. yeah. well maybe if he had had some quarter pounder scented candles in his car the cops wouldn't have been so suspicious uh just to throw the dogs off the trail yeah yeah 
because that is something that McDonald's is selling to. So it's one candle per ingredient. But it's a but it's part of a fan pack. Yeah, it's if you like if you are a. F- which is odd too. We're talking about we, we called it a fat pack. Yeah, but, but if you like a if you like a cuper, as we call it in the streets, a quapo or a quarter pounder with cheese mm. or a quarter pound, four ounces. Um, they they have like a whole new way, like this whole kit. So it's mittens. <laughs> There's a t-shirt, a calendar, everything you say, a makes necklace, sadder. and every dude. The candle pack is really wild though. Like, what are we looking at? Like beef flavor candle, yep. pickle flavor candle, yep. mustard bun. Bun. I, have you guys watched what is McMillions? The bun flavored. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you been watching that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. That's yeah. I'm in that ep- up, t- up, t- two, and I'm in there you go. a third episode. But like, they said when they were like when we ran the contest, mm-hmm. their revenue went up forty percent. Yeah. Like so, I was like, well, as soon as you said this, I was like, this is one of those things where they figured right. out like if we put a fat candle on, on the it, thing. Right. Our revenue will go up, right? Just people will come buy our That's same so stuff funny. because there's a thing there they like. We need such little excuse to put to go just eat McDonald's. And it was that like, we're just like, oh yeah, if Taco oh, yeah. Bell came well, out with like a Mexi Melt right. fan pack, I'd be like, I'd d- fucking ruin <laughs> myself financially. Right yeah. <laughs> the second, the second that. You can be like, oh, this is actually an investment going to McDonald's. Nah. Right now. <laughs> that's, that's when you, yep, <laughs> that's yep. all we need. 40% more. Yeah. 40% more spent. That is wild. Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's so unbelievable. They, the, yeah, the guy from the place, he was like, so they just started doing the content. Anytime they needed to jack up that the revenue, they'd be like, yeah. roll in a monopoly. You dangle, in. you dangle two Dodge Vipers in front of the country, and you got 40% spike in sales. Shit in their mouth. Like, how much more, just from a revenue perspective, is that? That's like billions, right? McBillions. Yeah, McBillions. It's like stupid. Uh, all right, and then... Finally, I want to talk about the Lovers and Friends concert. I did not know I'm about this. I'm headlining that. I'm headlining oh, are you? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to headline it. Well, congratulations. You and Lauren Hill, huh? Uh, She might. I don't know. Yeah, knowing right. her, if you've ever fucking <laughs> tried, attempted to see Lauren Hill in concert, you were probably waiting or the show was canceled. So, Miles, tell me what the Lovers and Friends concert is. Dude, it is probably one of the... For someone who is born in the 80s and loves R&B and hip-hop from the late 90s into the early 2000s, this has by far one of There's the no most breaks. stacked lineups. Yeah. It's abs- it's. I can't even believe the words I'm going to read out loud of the, this like this lineup. It's, it is like when I saw it, it is like it's a joke. Here we go. Lauren Hill, Usher, Ludacris, Lil Jon, TLC. I'm not gonna say okay. There's Janae Aiko, Megan Thee Stallion. They're 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 like new. Nelly, Sean Paul, T Pain, Lil Kim, Brandy, Monica, Ja Rule, and Fat Joe. SWV, Twista, Trick Daddy, Genuine, Drew Hill, Next, One Twelve, Mario, Foxy Brown, Eve, Trina, Tweet, Oh My, Amory, Why Can't We Be Um, who else? Mace, Cameron, Mike Jones, Montel Jordan, Umi, John B. Uh, Baby Bash, Frankie J, and Nina Sky. Uh oh, uh oh. They got Nina Sky even. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, what was Nina Sky? Uh, they had that song. Oh, that was the song. Or is that Lumi D? No, they did. Move your body, Remember that one? Mm-hmm. They were twins, I believe. Um, I hope they were twins. Just so many 40-year-olds fingering each right. other. going to be going on. I can... My God, this looks like a CD I burnt from 2002. Yeah. Now, there was there were some reports that this might be a little bit like uh, Woodstock 2020 or Woodstock 2019 or uh, 50 an- 50th anniversary, whatever the one that just completely imploded. Right. Or Fire Festival. Where oh, it was okay. Like, I was like, that didn't happen, I don't think. Yeah, no, okay. it didn't. It just uh, fell apart because they couldn't pay everybody. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, Miley Cyrus. Oh, you guys uh, still want to come? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Be good exposure. Right. <laughs> they're like, no, nah, we're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> good exposure. Uh, I sold out Madison Square Garden. No, right. So there were some questions about whether people were going to actually get paid, but uh, the checks are starting to clear, so it looks like it will still happen. Um, I have so to that's go. That's good. Are you, you're definitely going to go? Gonna go? Um, just the, this lineup is 
ridiculous. Right. I cannot believe. Can, I've I, always, can I interrupt? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I know you're going to go, and I'm not trying to spoil it. Yeah, that's fine. It's Because it is going to be fun, and I do think it is unspoilable. Also, sounds by selection, great. See? But here's, they're not, it's not 1997. Oh, I know. So I've been to shows where the old washed artists go. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. is not... Oh yeah, or, and I don't think these guys are chubby checker level performers because I've seen him lately, and he's still he's still going at it. I don't. If Mike Jones is not completely on slow motion from promethazine, then it's a success. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. You see. Okay. I'm not you going seem to... aware of what might happen. Oh yeah. I've look as someone who's a fan of this very specific era. Every year we get away from their last hit, <laughs> and I see a show. Right. You see a little bit of the life loot. There's less edge on that face and yeah. more around. But are yes. they are they more realistic about the like the songs they should be playing? Yes. I don't know. I saw Sean That's... Paul. I saw Sean Paul two years ago. Fantastic. Did he play the hits? Oh yes. Okay. No, I think they know. Yeah. I think whoever that's their what, agent is, right? That's hey, what I'm hoping. You guys like the lifestyle, right? Right. Let's yeah. do. <laughs> let's do. Let's do camp country grammar to yeah. open and close. Here what I'm go. gonna need from you is a medley. The yeah. last 25 yeah. minutes. Get out there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. On three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. tonight. Uh, Billy Wayne, it has been a pleasure having you as always. Where can people find you? Uh, uh, Billy Wayne Davis. Just Google Billy Wayne Davis and I'm on probably whatever platform you prefer. Do it. And is there a tweet or some other act of social media you've been enjoying? I liked. uh, It's from Kenny Keel, who is a Mad Mad Magazine artist. He's very funny. Mm. And he said, saw Andre 3000 trending and got scared he was on The Masked Singer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> why was andre 3000 trending and i don't I know. know i never found out that that tweet is all i wanted to know about it hell yeah um miles where can people find you and what's the tweet you've been enjoying uh you can find me on twitter and instagram Ooh, at miles of gray um and also my other show 420 day fiance talking about 90 day fiance you know great mm. show you yeah. guys come see me in portland next oh, yeah. thursday at the siren theater in Portland, Oregon. Get That's there. The Do it. It's 8.30. Tickets available at bwdtour.com. Yeah, all the Zyke Gang that pulled up, go. Yes. See oh, him. I love when the Zyke Gang, this is the smartest crowds when they're there. Cause Man, it's they're like, polyglots too. Shout out homegirls speaking Japanese to me. Um, okay, some tweets I like. So Jennifer Rubin, who's like an opinion writer, conservative yeah. at the Washington Post, Classic. she tweeted. So this is one thing about the debate we didn't get to. The people's takes on Elizabeth Warren's performance. There was this. There was one Not set of people look. that would either just like be like, ah, yeah, uh, Biden really didn't do well tonight. Um, or saying, I don't know. Oh, that wasn't a good look for Elizabeth Warren. There were people yeah. saying like, you know, I can just see the GOP cutting that up into ads and using that against her. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Cool. Uh, but well, so- it's again that like mainstream media sort of like strategic horse racery like covering of the of the constant race. conflict. When if you yeah. just really know, it's like, yeah, man, she fucking beat the brakes off Mike Bloomberg. Right. Great. Crippled the billionaire in the race, and I think that was very necessary for all all candidates involved. Right. Um, so. She tweeted, Jennifer Rubin tweeted, mean and angry Warren is not a good look. And then Jill Filipovich, uh, like, sort of quote tweeted that. She's like a writer and lawyer. Uh, she said, fiery, passionate women are basically human Rorschach tests. Your reaction to them tells you a lot more about you than about them. Mm. Uh, another one <laughs> is from Ellery Smith, at Ellery Smith. Remembering fondly the time not too long ago when a girl DM'd me asking if I needed an assistant and I had to tell her I was, I was also <laughs> applying to assistant jobs. Yo. So real. Okay, the thing about that, and I liked that tweet, but the thing about that is most people in LA would have accepted that. Yeah, and no, 100%. Been like, yeah, oh, and I'm not paying you. Yeah, I'm not paying you, but I can, you can I be my assistant while I am an assistant and then make them do the work of the assistant. Oh, assistant centipede? Uh-huh. Wow. I, that would definitely be the response no, of many I'm a person her representation. in LA. Right. Right. I'm not a centipede. Um, and then one more from Blair Saki <laughs> at Blair Saki. Y'all know who it is. Uh, she said, okay, so what if you were married and you have to take a huge shit? Do you just shit a huge shit out of your ass and then your husband just knows about it? <laughs> I replied to this. I replied to this. What'd uh, you say? And I said, some 
like to do it while I'm in the goddamn shower. Yeah. Oh, wow. It happens. So happens. It just part that's, of life. That's fucked that is, up. It, it just becomes a... It's, yeah. They have to poop. Yeah. Uh, Doors stop closing at a certain point. Yes, so you just have to, and then you're in the shower, and they are comfortable, and then you're like, well, this isn't the best like, shower yeah. I've ever had. Can yeah. I get a courtesy flush? Because no. with all the steam in the air, it's like I'm experiencing a fart in 4D. You, you can taste it. Yeah. Mm. It's, can chew on it. It just You just got to get out of the shower. A um, couple tweets from uh, the debate. I, again, a couple of days old, but still too good not to mention Louis Vertel tweeted, I wouldn't mind if Elizabeth Warren gestured at Pete Buttigieg and called him my sneaky fucking nephew over here. My <laughs> <laughs> sneaky fucking That uh, is perfect. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> nephew. Uh, and then uh, Pokey Pup, what a pity on you, tweeted, for someone who hates socialism, Bloomberg sure loves getting publicly owned. Hey. Ooh. Boom. I bet that hurt him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he heard about that one probably. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder how many homeless dudes he paid to let him punch him after that last night. Right. Oh, boy. Uh, accurate joke. Yeah. It's just an accurate joke. It is. just accurate. I, I was too busy doing the math in my head to... Uh, <laughs> you can didn't get laughed because it was just sad. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Uh, we're so real. The poor homeless people of Reno? Is that where that was? Somebody else tweeted. Vegas, maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, it? you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. <laughs> we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, let's see. Today we are gonna go out on a track uh, by One Two, a little more sample-based music. This is the track is called Ragazza al Mare. So just get your neck. What's that mean? Into that. One Two. It's a hundred less than one twelve. Mm-hmm. What is? Oh, oh, uh, I think means girl. One Two of the girl of the ocean. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We will be back this afternoon with another podcast, and we will talk to you then. Bye. 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 Bye.